Today's advanced training, man, I'm excited about today's advanced training. Um, well, let me just go ahead and advance the slide. Double booking your schedule, double booking your schedule. So I want to preface this by saying, if you're a brand new agent, don't listen to this. <laughs> don't worry about double booking your schedule just yet. Uh, this is not something I did from day one. This is something I did because I wanted I wanted to build the business side of what we do. I didn't grow up dreaming of being an insurance agent. I, I, grew, I grew up dreaming of owning a big business. And I, I dreamed of owning a big 13-story building. Once I found out that buildings don't do 13th floor, I was like, I want one. Uh, you know, even big buildings, are like 30 stories, they, they skip the 13th floor on the elevator because of the, the, they're, they're superstitious or whatever. I'm gonna, I want one just so I can have that 13th floor. But um, I've always wanted to build the business side of things. And uh, when I got better and better and better at personal production, I was meeting with a mentor that advised me to start double booking my personal production time. Uh, that way I could be more efficient on the production time, which gave me more time for the building side of things. Uh, so if you're just brand new, just getting going, you're making your first dials today, or this is your first couple of weeks, don't worry about this. You're making dials today, book appointments for the next 48 hours and let's go, right? Don't worry about double booking. But as you get better and better and better at this, and that's key, you're going to need to be better and better at this in order to, to really double book your schedule. Uh, but uh, I want to share with you what I did in double booking my schedule, which allowed me uh, to, to run efficiently on production. Now, so you know my schedule back in the day. On Sunday nights at 4 o'clock, I was walking up our townhome stairs to uh, our second bedroom where my office was. And uh, from 4 to 5, I was getting ready to make dials, right? Like you, you, you see athletes stretching before they play a game. It's, it's so they don't tear something in the game, right? They're hoping to, to be prepared for that. You, um, <laughs> I was watching – uh, a football game, they're talking about Aaron Rodgers stepped out on the field. Like, what do you do to warm up? He's like, I throw the ball about 12 times. I'm good. You know, like he's apparently ready to go. It took me an hour uh, to, to make sure I had my leads ready, make sure I had my water ready, whatever I was going to do, make sure I was just geared up, fired up, ready to go. Four to five, I did that. From five to nine, I made dials. And I would dial until nine o'clock at night. Or really, if I didn't have my appointments booked yet, I was dialing ultimately until somebody got mad at me on the phone. And then I called one more time, not to them, <laughs> but I made one more dial after that. It was, the, it was the habit of just doing one more. I know when I was big into working out in, in college, we would get on the bench press and you do your 10 reps, knock out one more. Just every time do one more. And over the course of time, that one more makes a huge difference. So that's what I would do. I wouldn't get discouraged when somebody got pissed off. Instead, I just made one more dial and it got me in the habit of doing that. And I booked my appointments for Monday night and Tuesday night. That was my routine. The rest of the week I spent building, uh, which is why I spent four years selling and, and I could step away after four years into the building side. Uh, so just giving you a rough idea of my schedule. Um, but a key component was the double booking on the personal production side. So here's some keys um, to, uh, to making this work. First point, work leads in only one area at a time. Work leads in only one area at a time. When I was working DFW, I split the eastern half into quadrants, only working one quadrant per night. So if you're not uh, familiar with the uh, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth geography, uh, you have, I'm trying to show this so it makes sense on the camera. If you're looking at a map on, on this side, this side, 
You have Dallas, it's bigger, and then Fort Worth is smaller on the, on the, on the right-hand side, the west side, rather, and then you have a lot of little cities in between. I didn't work Fort Worth. That was four counties uh, that, that, uh, that make up DFW Metroplex, and there's a bunch of counties on the ancillary, but the four main counties. Uh, I did not work Tarrant County, which is where Fort Worth is, because where I live in North Dallas, it was not the easiest thing then to get over into Fort Worth and run production there. Uh, I did work Denton County, I worked Collin County, and I worked Dallas County. Those were the three counties I primarily worked. Uh, Denton County was a night to itself. If I was working Denton County, it was just that night that I was working uh, in Denton County. But Dallas and Collin counties, those are, uh, Dallas is the main county of Dallas, and then Collin counties were like Plano and Frisco and McKinney, some of those other, other towns are. Those, I split those two counties up into quadrants. And I'd look at the map, and the quadrants would kind of shift from week to week based on where leads were. Uh, but I really try to separate it on the map. I separate it by the major highways that run through. Those who are familiar with DFW or, or who are not, you can look at a map. Highway 75 is, is a highway that runs north and south in Dallas. Uh, you also have the tollway, which is one that runs north and south in Dallas. You have I-35E. Uh, which runs north and south in Dallas. Uh, those are major highways that would that would operate as my Y axis on my graph. Okay, that's, that's that was the north south, east west. It may be uh, I did that using George Bush Turnpike uh, that went east and west. I might use 121 if I was my week was a little further north as east and west. Uh, I also used 20 uh, as a, a east and west on my uh, on my on my map. Does that make sense? Now, what I did at that point was I only worked, I had one, two, three, four quadrants. I only worked in that one quadrant that night. So I started making dials and I started seeing where appointments were booking. And then I just would, I, I grouped those leads roughly in the same areas. As, and this is what I would do in the four to five time frame or something late at night. I grouped them, not during dial time, but because dial time is dial time. But I would, I would then start working only that area. So I wasn't working um, in in uh, Melissa, Texas, <laughs> really north. I wasn't working there and then working uh, Ennis, Texas in the same night because that takes an hour with no traffic to make that drive with no traffic. And when you're running production, when I was running production, there was traffic. So it's going to take two hours to make that drive. There's just no way, no way you can run appointments that night. I made sure to run close to each other so that I was 15 minutes from my next appointment. I did not want to see myself coming the other way on the interstate as I was going to my next appointment. I stayed roughly in the same area. Now, um, when I started selling insurance, I was in North Carolina and I could tell people on the phone, I won't be in your area that night because I was three hours from where I ran production. When I moved to Texas, moved to Dallas, I was 45 minutes from anywhere that I was going to run production. And people would see my phone number and say, well, you're local. Can't we just meet on this other night? My standard response was, I'm not going to be in that area. I'm only working this area, right? You have to be disciplined with that. Next point, be a professional. Be a professional, okay? Professionals only run appointments when their calendar allows, for example, a doctor, a lawyer, or the cable company, right? You don't call up the doctor and say, I'm going to be at your office tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Doctor, we don't have 8 o'clock available. I mean, you're welcome to be here, but you may wait six hours. <laughs> like, it, it, that's not going to work professionals have a calendar when they meet. I see a lot of our professionals on the sales side, they take out their calendar for the week and they draw out boxes on their calendar and that they're trying to fill with appointments. And that's just the way, if you go to a doctor's office and look at the receptionist desk and see their they're doing the same thing with those boxes that they have filling out as well. So be a professional when you're booking your appointment. Don't let your client dictate when you're going to run appointments. 
one of the things I've realized recently uh, talking with new producers is uh, a, a lot of, <clears throat> I'm, I'm realizing new producers don't necessarily know this, but clients don't understand that we don't work bankers hours. We're not necessarily working, you know, nine to three, 10 to three every day. We can work late at night. We can work early in the morning. We can do Saturday, Sunday. Like our schedule is more flexible than our clients realize. So what you've got to do is, is ask them questions to figure out how to get them in the spot that you want. For example, if I'm today making dials for the next 48 hours, today's Tuesday, and I'm making dials for Wednesday, Thursday, and somebody says both days are busy for me, I'm coming back with the question of which one works better. Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, but I'm busy both days. Yeah, but which one works better? Well, I used to understand. I work all day Wednesday. I go all day Wednesday. You work. So you going to work at like 6 a.m.? No, no, no. I don't go into work until 8. Oh, okay. So I just found a morning slot to run an appointment. Does that make sense? So you work all day, right? So, yeah, I go in at 6 o'clock. When do you, you, you get off at like 6 or 7 or 8? Oh, no, no, nothing like that. I get off at 3. So their all day is different than our all day. We have to believe there's 24 hours, <laughs> but most people aren't in that mode in this world and they don't know that you're willing to work different hours than they're accustomed to. Number three, be willing to walk away. Be willing to walk away. If you're going to double book your calendar, listen, I didn't leave my house on Monday night unless I had four appointments booked. Because if I had three, that's not four. <laughs> it was three. And the numbers say, that if you book four appointments, one out of four is going to no-show. And it was always my luck that, that when I booked three, that one out of four was still in there. Does that make sense? I didn't, get, I didn't, I didn't book the one that was going to no-show me. <laughs> like, I, I, I did book it. <laughs> and so it's still going to no-show me. And now I'm down to two appointments. And if you're leaving your house for two appointments, I was trying to build this business. I wasn't trying to be an insurance sales guru. I was trying to build the business. And if you're leaving your house for two appointments, you're chasing your tail. Uh, now, again, preface this by saying new producers, yes, leave your house for two appointments. <laughs> you're trying to get out there and establish those habits. But as you're getting up and going and, and you're getting like Michelle Almond would not leave her house for two appointments. There's just no way. Marty Doge does not leave his house for two appointments. The top producers don't leave their house for two appointments. They leave it for more than that. Be willing to walk away. So if the appointments aren't lining up, be willing to rebook. Don't get suckered into working outside of your area. You're only going to waste your time driving. I, my, your sales time can't be spent staring out the front windshield at the road over your knuckles. That kid, listen, when it's, my mom used to always say, make hay while the sun's shining. Anybody else mom ever say that? Make hay while the sun's shining. Now, once I got into science in school, I realized that's called photosynthesis and it's uh, sun is actually required for the hay to be made. Uh, but what mom was saying is you work when you can work. You work when the sun's up and because she grew up in a farming community and when the sun's down, you sleep, right? Well, and what we do, you, you got to work, you got to make hay while the sun's shining, period. You're, you're only going to waste your time driving. When it's time to be selling, it's time to be selling, not driving. When it's time to make dials, it's time to make dials, not shuffling leads. It's, this is game time right now. It's not time for practice anymore. It's time to go to work, right? So don't get suckered in, oh, you're so close. I mean, your area code's 972. Your area code's 214. You're local. You could just pop right by. No, I'm not going to be in your area that night. I'm going to be in your area Wednesday and Thursday. I'm going to be in your neighborhood Wednesday and Thursday. Not tonight, right? But you're so close. You're right. But there's a lot that's close to me in Dallas-Fort Worth. I just can't. I'm not going to be in your neighborhood that night. Number four, prepare the client on the phone that you may be 30 minutes early or late, depending on traffic. Are you okay with that? This is big. 
This is big. So I started double booking my appointments about my second month in the business. I was in North Carolina. I would drive from Burlington, North Carolina out to Wilmington, uh, North Carolina, which is a good three hour drive. And uh, I'd get out there and I would run six appointments before I came back home. And I did not spend the night out there. I drove back three hours. because I had no money for the, for the hotel. Plus I just wanted to sleep in my own bed. I was a newlywed. You know what I'm saying? So, and truly it was sleeping, but this is a key piece here. No matter where you are city or rural saying, you, you know how traffic is Mr. And Mrs. Jones. Are you okay with me being 30 minutes early or late? Occasionally you get somebody who's really fanatical about it, right? And so just make sure that you're there exactly on time for them. But if you're okay, and you know, you know how traffic is in Dallas. People in Dallas go, oh yeah, God, I know. I mean, just coming here today, Marty, you're talking about, hey, didn't even know that road got shut down. All of a sudden I see people backing up and turning around. Like stuff just happens. Well, in the country it happens too. You know, two pickups park in the middle of the road talking to each other and you get stuck behind a tractor or something or, you know, it, there are all kinds of stuff can happen. You know how traffic is, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Are you going to be okay if I'm 30 minutes early or late, this is a key piece to double booking your calendar. Because if, if you show up late to an appointment, you've lost their trust. I'm just telling you, one of the biggest ways to earn people's trust is be there when you said you're going to be there. That's huge. Show up on time, leave on time. Don't, don't, don't be late. So this is a huge piece in, uh, in double booking your time. Number four is, and number five, practice your appointment from beginning to end to get good at getting in and out in 45 minutes. Brent, this is where I say it's not for the new agent. New agent coming on board may take you two hours on your first appointments, and that's fine. You're learning the rhythm. You're getting that habit down. But you need to practice. When do we practice? During a game? No. It doesn't – practicing your in-home presentation in a home in front of a client is not practicing it. That's game time. You need to have your helmet on ready to hit somebody. You know, it's just football season around here, so that's why I'm using the football analogies. In the spring, we'll talk baseball again maybe. I don't know. But, uh, or basketball, Ooh, basketball's coming. Uh, so, uh, but you need to practice it. Well, that's weird to practice it. Yeah, I was talking to somebody this week about the, the, the builder's boot camp that we're, do, we're doing coming up soon. And, uh, and, and we were talking about how public speakers practice their speeches. One of my good friends, Jay, uh, used to travel with, with Zig Ziglar and uh, was down in Boca Raton for a speech that Zig was uh, in, brought in to do, 90-minute speech. Uh, they flew in private. You know, they paid big money for Zig to come in. For 40 years, Zig never, never uh, advertised his speaking. People came to him for 40 years and booked appointments from him. And, and if you ever saw him speak, you, 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 you know the speech. Like, it, even there's a place where he kneels down and holds on to the railing to the stage. And, like, he's got this whole thing. Well, my friend Jay told me the story one time. He walks into the uh, presidential suite where Zig was staying at that resort to speak in Boca Raton. He walks into the presidential suite and, and uh, Mr. Ziegler's in there with his classic yellow legal pad and black Sharpie practicing his speech. And my buddy Jay was like, he's given that speech for 40 years. And he was practicing his speech. What in the world? It, said, it spoke volumes to my friend Jay about the professionalism, spoke volumes to me. And so, yes, I practice my, now I'm saying the builder's boot camp we got coming up, I've not practiced an eight hour presentation. Uh, I just haven't, maybe if I was more professional, I would, but you got to practice your in-home presentation. This is what we do. This is how you become a professional is you work at it, work at it, work at it. It doesn't just happen. Some people it does, but they don't last. You've got to work at this to get better and better and better to be the professional. So yes, Practice your in-home presentation. Get good at it. Get it down to where it's about 45 minutes. I just can't do that, Fitz. Practice. You, it's possible I did. 
that make sense? I just needed one person to run that four minute mile to know I could do it. So I did it in 45 minutes. I was out of there. Did some of my appointments run long? Yes, but 99% of the time, 45 minutes long. So I encourage you to practice that um, and, and get good at it. Well, you fits probably your business fell off the books a lot. No, the last year I was in the business from, from application to 13 months later, it was over 80% was still in the books. That's outstanding from application, not even issued from application. So my business didn't fall off the books. It didn't feel rushed. My clients never felt like I was trying to get out of there quickly. That was because I practiced it. Okay. So I can't emphasize that point enough. Those are the five keys. Let's look at how it looks. So what I did was I would book two appointments at seven o'clock and two at eight 30. I double booked seven, double booked eight 30. Again, if I had two at seven and one at eight 30, I rescheduled them. I rescheduled the other three. I did not leave my house for three appointments. Again, my disclaimer, brand new agents, please ignore this. Watch it six months from now. Uh, once you're getting good at this, all right? But here's how it actually worked out, how it actually played out. I would get to my first seven o'clock at 6.30. Remember the client said, it's okay if I got there 30 minutes early or late. I didn't give a rip what traffic was like. I'm leaving my house in time to get there at 6.30. If it meant I had to leave at five o'clock to get to that appointment at 6.30, I was gonna be there at 6.30. Um, nowadays, back then we didn't have the GPS. Now I'm talking like grandpa, uh, you know, 20 years ago, I didn't, I didn't have GPS in my day. Uh, we used a MAPSCO <laughs> spiral bound map and you had to buy one for all areas of the Metroplex. It was terrible. So we didn't even have maps on the internet when I got first got started. So, um, but now you got like, I love Waze. Waze is my friend. Um, and you, you get in there, you punch in where you're going. It tells you, and anybody else on GPS feel like that's a challenge. Like you're going to arrive at 6.30. It's like, I'm going to get there at 6.25. You watch. Like I feel like I'm, a, I'm competitive. I feel like I got to beat that time somehow. Uh, Heather, meanwhile, is hanging on to the passenger seat, just trying not to fall out of the car while I'm weaving through Dallas North traffic. Anyway, um, so I made sure to get to my first appointment at 6.30. When I got there, I would apologize when I walked to the, got to the door. I'm so sorry. I, traffic was great, but you said 30 minutes earlier or, or late was okay. Is it okay if we come in now and, and get this taken care of? Yeah, sure. Come on in. Most people are never mad when you're early, but if you get to that first 6:30, that first appointment and they're not there, what do you do then? You go to your second one. You go to your second one and you do the appointment and you come back to the first one. You go, you know what? I got here about 6:30. You weren't here. So I went ahead and ran another quick appointment, met with another client real quick, and now I'm back. Is it okay that I'm here now? Yeah. So what you do is 6.30, second appointment is at 7.30. So the way it played out for me, I got up to my first appointment at 6.30. I was out of there at 7.15. I was within 15-minute drive time because I booked my appointments in specific areas. I was within 15-minute drive time of my next appointment. I got to my second appointment at 7.30. Follow me so far? I get done with my 7.30 appointment gets done at what time? 8.15. 45 minutes. At 8.15, I'm leaving the house. I'm going to my next appointment at 8.30. So my first 8.30, I actually show up at 8.30. I'm right on time. I go, man, traffic was perfect. I'm here right on time. Is, are we still good? Yeah, come on in. I'm in doing the appointment. I take 45 minutes in that appointment. I'm leaving that appointment at 9.15. I get to my last appointment at 9.30, an hour late. Okay. Well, let me, let me ease your mind first all four aren't going to hold most likely you will have remember one out of four is going to no show you or be a one-legged appointment where you get there. It's just the husband who says, well, I can make a decision without my wife. Oh, you can't. No, you can't. This one, it was a, a Sunday. We're getting ready for church. My oldest walks in. He, he said, dad, does this look okay for church? And I was like, I think so, but you should check with your mother. 
Because <laughs> before we got married, I could dress myself fine. <laughs> now, this morning, I'm like, do I look okay? Yes, great. I want to change clothes. So <laughs> no man can make a decision without his wife. And wives make a decision without their husbands, not usually a good thing either. You need both people there. One out of four will no-show. So it's unlikely you're going to be an hour late to your last appointment. All right? What if you are? Don't call on your way. Don't call on your way when you're running late. Why? Because you're going to say, I'm just down the road 10 minutes away, but you're already an hour late. You've already lost their trust, and they're not going to believe you about being 10 minutes away. They're going to think oh, it's going to be another hour before he even gets here. No, thank you. Instead, what you do, you show up to your 8.30, your last 8.30 at 9.30. You pull up in front of the house. I always park on the curb. I never park in the driveway. I don't want to block anybody in or take somebody's space. And actually, a lot of times I was running personal production. I was driving a car that leaked oil. I didn't want to mess up their driveway. So <laughs> truth be known. So I'd pull up up front and I'd call them, pull out my cell phone, which back in the day was this huge thing with a little bit flip thing on the bottom. I'd call them and I'd say, uh, Mrs. Jones, I am so sorry that I'm an hour late. I'm so embarrassed, but I'm actually in, in the front of your house right now. I'm, I'm actually, you see, you look out the, look out the window. You see me there. I am. Yeah. 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 That's, that's me waving at you. Now I know I'm an hour late. I can make you my first appointment tomorrow night or I can come on in now. Which do you think, which do you prefer to do? Nine out of 10 times. Like, well, you're here. Come on in. You know, they may be in their pajamas already, but they're saying, come on in. It's okay. Come on in. We get it. I, I'm, pro, I'm apologizing profusely. I talk about how, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I come from a military family. And, and if I was this late in my family growing up, I'd be doing push-ups right now. You want me to do some push-ups? Like I'm just, no, you don't need to do push-ups. Let's just go ahead and sit down. So I'm apologizing profusely. But, but at the end of the day, I've come out of there. What if all four of those held? And I got to that last one and they were like, mm-mm. No, can't come in. Got to reschedule it. I've just written two, four, six applications, most likely. Maybe I wrote three. I'm going home tonight with apps in my bag. When I first got started, Heather would say, did you make any sales? <laughs> I'd come home and she'd go, well, how, how many sales did you make? And finally, she realized that didn't matter either. She'd ask, how much premium did you pick up? <laughs> and, and that was because she knew the math and how to, make, how to figure out how much I just made. So I did not want to come home with no applications. I had to come home with some, and this is the way I found to do it and make things efficient. It also, inevitably, you're going to have that no-show. It also always gives you a place to go. I found myself, when I wasn't double booking, I found myself sitting at McDonald's having a burger or Sonic drive-in. When I found out about Sonic, I was like, man, this is good burgers. I would sit there, and I started gaining weight. Because of my no-shows, I gained weight. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't like that. I'd rather, I would rather be working or going home. I did not want to be sitting at a McDonald's waiting for my next appointment. You always have somewhere to go when you book it like this. It makes your appointments very efficient so you can spend the rest of your week doing whatever the heck you want to do. For me, it was building the business. So, hope that helps. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with The Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.